It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Food is the core of the society. Food is the core of, of, of a soul. You know, on an early time in my life, I think I, I really understood the power of food and what food could bring to people. Food is love. And that's what I want people to understand. But food is a weapon too, you know, people use food also to, to destroy, you know, people. I met Maria Bello in 2018 through Instagram. She helped me to wake up in the morning and to have a smile on my face and to dance through cancer together. It's, it's pretty cool to be with, with, to share a life with someone that is also understand, you know, the power of food. I'm author and journalist Laura Price, and you're listening to Life in Food inspiring stories in bite-sized pieces. Each week, I interview a different guest about how food has helped them through some of their biggest challenges. With a different theme each week, we look at everything from food and family to food and fertility, food and friendship, and even food and cancer. This week's episode is Food and Love with Dominique Crenn, chef owner of the award-winning restaurant Atelier Crenn in San Francisco and author of the memoir Rebel Chef. Dominique Crenn is a chef with an extraordinary story. Adopted from an orphanage in France as a baby, she moved to San Francisco in the 80s and became the first female chef in the US to receive the coveted three Michelin stars with her restaurant Atelier Crenn, which she named after her late father, an eminent French politician. She is an advocate and activist for LGBTQ and women's rights and environmental issues. In 2019, she was diagnosed with breast cancer, the treatment of which she documented publicly for her 340,000 Instagram followers. She cites the love of her partner, the actor Maria Bello, for helping her to recover. Today, we speak to Dominique about the inextricable connection between love and food and how it powers everything she does. I first met Dominique in New York in 2016 when I was working for the World's 50 Best Restaurants organization and she won the title of the World's Best Female Chef. A few years later, I was fortunate enough to have the tasting menu at Atelier Crenn and I can honestly say it was one of the best meals of my life. But aside from her incredible creativity and cooking skills, what impressed me most about Dominique over the years is her passion and the way she uses her platform to help others, whether it's promoting chefs of colour, feeding the homeless or speaking up for women's rights. I think at the root of her drive to help others is her belief that food is love and that she has this powerful tool in her hands that mustn't be wasted. Dominique, thank you so much for joining us and welcome to Life in Food. Wow, thank you so much for having me and congratulations for this podcast. It's amazing. Oh, thank you. Well, it's an honor to have you here. 
So let's start from the beginning. In your incredibly moving memoir, Rebel Chef, you talk about the moment your brother Christophe chose you from the orphanage in the south of France. For anyone who hasn't read yeah. the book, can you tell us what happened and how you came to be a part of the Crenn family? Oh, that was a long, long time ago, <laughs> but still a very vivid memory. I was uh, in an orphanage outside of Paris in Versailles, where I was born, and my parents-to-be were uh, looking for uh, a sibling for my brother, Jean-Christophe. He was not my brother at the time. And they were uh, chiefly uh, looking for um, a little girl. And, um, you know, it's so funny because before that I came around, um, they were offered it's weird to say they were offered kids. This is weird. Anyway, uh, they were, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. The, the director of the orphanage kind of present them with another young little girl. And they, they, at the, at the time they ask, they ask a lot of questions and, and they found out that that little girl had a little brother somewhere else. And my parents were like, this is there is no way that we can separate sibling, you know, and um, I think the bond and love of sibling is to stay together. So they said, no, we can't adopt her. And then I came around. I was very active apparently when my mother used to come to the orphanage. I used to uh, run after her and laugh and and grab a leg, and um, so they start to get interested in it. I was like, oh, who is this one? It's like, well, it's Dominique and da 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 da. And then one day she, they came with my brother, and he's 18 months uh, older than me. And apparently, that's the story that I was told. Um, they were walking with the director of the orphanage. And at one point, they were looking for my brother, and they turned around, and my brother was literally hugging me and kissing me. And it, they were like, okay this is the one <laughs> and that's how that happened and um you know i think you know you want to talk about love and love you know love is an energy and and it's also a vibration and if 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 everyone understand that then there is uh that things come together naturally and i feel very uh grateful that that happened at that time a long time ago so Oh, it's such an amazing story. So how do you think being adopted shaped your sense of love and belonging? Is it possible that you felt an even greater sense of love from your family because they chose you? I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not a therapist, you know, so I can't really talk too much about it. But what I can do, what I can say, I can talk about uh, my own experience. You know, um, I truly believe this is a human instinct and feeling that when someone is giving you love with such a beautiful art, that we are a receiver, naturally a receiver of this. And uh, perhaps I didn't understand what love meant at the time, but um, I had so much kindness given to me that I believe that um, it got into me and to my body. And I think this is how I uh, definitely uh, embrace it, maybe differently, you know. That's what is very important when you have a newborn. 
you have to give that newborn a lot of love. Even before they're born, you have to foster that love, you know? And I think that's gonna go a long way through their life, you know? And um, so I feel very lucky about this, but yes, I think this is important, yeah. So just moving on to a little later in your childhood and your early relationship with food, what was it that first drew you to food? Um, I think the understanding of something that uh, we perhaps didn't have any uh, notion about it and that connection with myself and with something that is right there in front of her, which is which is earth, you know, and it's like communing with something that you grow is, you don't understand it at first, but it's it's just, it's mind blowing, you know, and, um, you know, I had this discussion the other day with a friend of mine, I was talking about, you know, uh, the notion of a high vibration and high vi- vibration food. And what is high vibration food? High vibration food is, food that has been grown in front of you and this you take it and this is that high vibration coming to you you know low 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 vibration food is is food that has been manicure in a way you know but it's also love you know to be able to grow this food this is love you know so you have love of of making this food that is coming into you so it's it's kind of like like an exchange you know so um I felt it in a very young age, the, the first time that I, I took this tomato out of this incredible vine, you know, in, in my grandmother's garden and put this thing in my mouth and you're like, this explosion of flavor. So I knew that something was special and I think that was definitely the first time that I understood that eating is also uh, receiving something that is that is a gift. It's food. Oh, yeah, completely. I mean, there's nothing that tastes better than homegrown food or food that's given to you or grown for you for you by someone who loves you. Right. And, and, and you know what? You find also that vibration when your mom or your grandmother is cooking food. And, and, and why are they doing it? Because they're doing it out, out of love also. So it's very connected. Yeah. You had an incredibly powerful relationship with your adoptive father and you still have a great relationship with your mother. Yeah. What did they teach you about love and how did that come through in food? Well, I think they teach me they teach me a lot and the first thing they definitely taught us, my, my brother and I, is about love and respect. And it's about being grateful and 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 being uh humble in receiving things uh that is bringing uh joy within within yourself they are to you know this i think that was you know they come from both of them come from a pretty big family so i think also welcoming you know two li- two little mom munchkin that um <laughs> maybe didn't come from their blood but it's just become a different type of love it become an unconditional love and they had uh took the time that they, they have took the time at the uh, at that moment to teach her that it's not just about love it's 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 a it's a layer that is higher than love which is unconditional love and the respect also with 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 the earth you know they both of them come from farmers so, so there was this big connection. So I think it's, it was also, it was always connected. I don't 
think they meant they meant to connect both of this, but it was naturally connected. Um, you know, you come from farmers, you have a big family, you grow vegetable, everybody eat at the table, you bring people from the village, you know, it's like it's walking and love and creating and what they're doing, they're creating food and what does food mean? Food is fuel and food is for you for people to eat so people can live. And you know, like it just it's just a circle. And yeah, it was it was just when I think about it, you just it was just all about love, you know. I never thought it about that way, but now I'm thinking about that way, yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean from having been fortunate enough to dine in your restaurant that love and that passion that you have for food and the story of your family and everything that you kind of tell through this experience at Atelier Cren just really shines through. When I cook for you um, I'm, I'm being vulnerable and being vulnerable is to show uh, the, the, the really the inner you know the inner of my soul and art to you guys and it's really to open myself to to give you love so it just it's um it's um you know we have to have love but we have to love yourself before to understand what love is about so and love is is everything you know and i think this word has been uh, misused a lot but it's a very powerful word and we need to keep that as very sacred and powerful and when we use that word we really need mean we we really need to mean that word you know it's like oh yeah i love you it's like no i love you and then just being thoughtful and grateful about it you know and how has your relationship with food evolved over the years has it changed a lot well i think food is food is complex you know and food needs to be treated in a way uh on a different level because there is a lot of uh, responsibility when you start to work with food you know and don't take it for granted um it's been it's been a journey that is allow me to wake up every morning with a smile on my face you know it's been a journey of curiosity. It's been a journey of learning. And it's been a journey of using the platform of with food to be able to enable that, 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 that one of making changes also in people's lives. And so, um, and this relationship is continue, continuing to evolve for sure. And even today, you know, I think I feel that sometimes we live in a world that we forget what food is really is, you know. Uh, we live in a world of no feeling and no connection. We have to reconnect with food to be able to reconnect with ourselves. That's what I think. So, so that's still the journey that I'm on. And even in 2022, we still have a lot of work to do. But I hope that I can, I'm still doing a a little bit of work so people uh, come here and they feel you know they feel taken care of and they understand what I'm doing so this is cool. So you were diagnosed with breast cancer in 2019 and you said that you couldn't have got through it without your partner Maria. Could you tell us how you met and fell in love and how she helped you through it? Yes so um <clears throat> I met Maria Bello in 2018 through Instagram. Oh, amazing. <laughs> she literally, yeah, she literally sent me, uh, I was, I didn't really, you know, know who she was, but I, I got a, I got a message from her, uh, 
wanted to come and dine at the restaurant. Uh, she had a friend that was also in the business. And uh, the connection was food, but was more like about, oh, and then you also did some uh, some work in Haiti. I did some nonprofit work in Haiti. And she's also very connected with Haiti. So it was like this moment of like, oh, I'm like, okay. So we, she came here and then we become friends. We were a very good friend for a year. And in 2019, something sparked, was a, a higher level of appreciation for each other. And uh, we were like, okay, um, let's see. And at the time we start to really connect this is when the time I found out that uh, I had cancer. So I share uh, that news with her and she's just like, okay, let's do cancer. And then that was like, I was like, whoa. And um, yeah, she helped me definitely. She helped me to wake up in the morning and to have a smile on my face and to dance through cancer together. And that was the highlight of, of me uh, being able to go through something that was very, very disturbing, very hard um, in a lot of way, because um, it was a very, uh, it was a difficult cancer. It was one of the, I mean, any cancer is very difficult for anyone, but personally, this one was like, whoa, it was very hard, and she was really the one that hold me up um, beside my team, but I would say beside my children also, so... Um, I feel very uh, lucky and very grateful for this moment. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
she allowed me to um, look at perhaps life differently and not looking at something that could um, destroy me, but something that could evolve me in a lot of ways, even through the struggle and the pain that uh, uh, this disease uh, can cause to um, to anyone personally, but also to, to, to the people around them, you know? Um, I realized that sometimes it's okay to go through something like this to be able to find yourself again, you know? This is a very difficult journey and million and million of women and also men also go through that and children. And, um, you know, it's it's not easy because I feel that as human, we haven't been taught or educated that sometimes when you go, have to go through hardship, you need to... You know, we haven't had that lesson in life. You know, it's like people don't talk about disease. People don't talk about cancer. You know, people mm-hmm. don't talk about being sick. You know, like it's like it's like a taboo for a lot of people. But it's just like I just, you know, I I learned that to not take that like this, and it just embrace it and 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 go through through it and talk about it. You know, and that's that's I'm I'm lucky so. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, that's another area where I feel completely connected with you because, as you know, I had breast cancer myself 10 years ago this year. Yeah. And, um, yes. yeah, I've, I felt the same, that I needed to find something positive from it and also talk about it. Yeah. And that's something that I've always done and, yeah. and has definitely helped. So, um, yeah, and, and then yeah. just – sorry, go ahead. No, I was just like, you and I are sister. <laughs> um and just going back to maria so how do you both express your love for each other through food well i mean it's definitely she's an amazing cook uh she comes from a family of 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 uh, a grandmother a mother also great cook italian polish uh she loved food she loved um um bringing people to the house and 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 to share you know i think this is how we do it so when i cook it's my love you know that i'm showing my love so it's a, we we exchanging a lot through food so it's 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 very natural for us it's not like oh i'm gonna have to cook for you tonight it's just like hey let's cook okay let's invite like ten thousand people also to the house and so it's uh <laughs> she grew up in a way in a family that food was really central you know to the connection and I did too mm-hmm. so it was it's it's pretty cool to be with with to share a life with someone that is also uh understand you know the power of food and what does she cook for you and what do you cook for her in let's just say like an, a normal evening not not a special occasion uh normal evening um she will uh, definitely cook one of a mother favorite um uh like meatballs she loves to do that or just like some pasta she's very good at pasta she thinks that i'm like terrible at pasta so and i'm like okay this is great so uh a lot of italian dishes she's also make an amazing uh stew with white beans she will do that uh what i will do a lot of uh, a lot of vegetable a lot of i love to cook salmon for her or maybe like um, actually right now I'm uh, cooking on Saturday and I'm doing a, 
uh, roasted chicken. My mom roasted chicken with truffle. So that's going to be great also. But a very simple food, you know, very simple, but very, uh, very delicious, very umami, very comfortable, comfort food, you know. And she has like a, a mom, uh, a mom uh, cookbook that a mom made. And, and she's like always like looking at this or she goes on like the New York time, you know, oh, I'm going to do this dish tonight, you know. So it's always, uh, it's always enjoyable um, uh, when we cook. The only thing that um, we're not really um, uh, in line is um, I always have to clean up after her. <laughs> the discipline of a chef <laughs> the discipline of a chef I was like I'm organized I have to clean and she's like she's all over the place but this is the beauty of like it's like okay don't worry I, I'm gonna do the dishes I'm gonna clean up you know but uh yeah it's it's we just have a lot of fun yeah when we cook together yeah that's love cleaning up after someone else as well yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you have sure. slowly transitioned your restaurants to plant-based, which was a big move, particularly for a French chef. Was that decision linked to your cancer diagnosis and health reasons, or was it more climate well, and moral reasons? Yeah, I don't have a plant-based yet, but I'm still we're still serving fish here. Yeah. So um no, it had nothing to do with um the the, the cancer. I think it had to do we started, you know. One of the restaurants um, in 2015, Petit Crane was always uh, vegetable focus, and we never had any meat on the menu, just a fish from the area. So, um, 2018, I, I took meat out, and obviously, we all know. I think it has to do with, you know, your responsibility and and your awareness about. When I, when I talked earlier about uh, the importance of understanding, uh, you know, food and love, you know, and we have to understand that food is very complex, but food is connected to everything. Food is connected to the ecosystem. So a choice is do we want to keep and, and take care of the ecosystem or do we want to just take food as a convenience and not caring about the ecosystem? So... Um, I've been an advocate for climate, uh, you know, change and all of that, you know, and the meat industry for a long, long time. Even when I was starting to, when I started to work in, uh, for an hotel, I was very clear that I will never use commercial, commercial produce. You know, I wanted to work with the farmers. I wanted to, this to be organic. You know, I wanted to make sure that I knew where my food come from. So I think it's been an evolution of learning and discovering. And I don't know if you were there, but like I remember in 2018, I launched, you know, Wake Up the World, you know, and it was all about this. And, and now everybody is like, oh, yes, of course, but I'm not the one that started it, but we need, we need to talk about it. We need to continue to do this. And, and I mean, and the industry that is at the forefront of this. I can we can make it or we can totally destroy it. But chefs and restaurants all over the world uh, needs to have that that awareness, you know, in in their mind that when they they cook is also there's a lot of impact, you know, understanding the impact of what you do. Your action always have consequences. So, and it just happened that you know the meat industry, the factory, you know, 
farming is, we all know it's destroying the world, you know, yeah. and it's not just today. It's been started with the industrialization of food since, you know, the 1950. And it's about having so love that, for that, the planet. Having love for the planet. And it's not that long ago, you know, it's 2022, 1950 was not that long ago. It's less than 100 years ago. And it, it took us that time to really, you know, destroy, you know, we have, we have one planet, you know, we have, we have to understand that, you know, a journey is not just to accumulate wealth and, and make just yourself happy. A journey is we are the link of the next generation. And so we have to also do the work to make sure the next generation is have something in front of them that is healthy, not crazy. Anyway, I'm not trying to be political, but I'm trying to really reflect on on what the situation is today. You know, we are in trouble, major trouble. You know, all those fires and, you know, those virus and, you know, I don't know, it's just... The wildlife disappearing, you know, is it's just crazy, just crazy. Well, kind of on the same topic, in the later years of your career, you've focused on helping others through food or, or helping the planet through food, whether it's through yes. ru running a soup kitchen during the pandemic, campaigning to raise the yeah. minimum wage or supporting women and people of color in the industry. What drives you to use food as an expression of love? Because food is one of the most essential things that we we can use, you know. Um, it's 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 the core. The food is the core of the society. It's, food is the core of, of of a soul, you know. If we don't connect with food, and we if we don't use food to able to that connection and that awareness, then we can't do it. So that's why our restaurant and our industry is so important, because it also connect a lot of uh, climate change. Um, uh, discrimination, you know, uh, people, you know, food desert and all that, everything is connected. So, of course, you know, this is very early on a early, you know, early time in my life. I think I, I really understood the power of food and what food could bring to people, you know, and but food is a weapon too, you know, people use food also to. Mm. Um, uh, to destroy, you know, people, you know, I mean, it's, it's been done for centuries, you know, the king in being kingdom, you know, used to use food as control their people, you know, oh, I'm going to take food away. Oh, I'm going to give you food. But if I give you food, you know, so it's, it's trying to find a balance, but food is love. And that's what I want people to understand. And food can just be only love it's love food is love so let's do this you know love love each other through food you know I couldn't agree more I'm just going to ask the quick questions that I ask everyone your relationship to food fuel or pleasure <sighs> whoa um, um it's both it, you know food can be pleasure but your food is fuel also you need to fuel your body so fuel it's it's a it's it's a love fuel <laughs> perfect answer <laughs> Um, your favorite meal of the day? Um, here with my team. Okay. Family meal. Name one food that always makes you feel happy. Um, <laughs> tomato. Ah, good one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One food that has healed you. Well, what he what healed me is love, and the food that, that healed me was the food that um, uh, was uh, from the ground up, directly from the farm, probably. Yeah. Okay. Any farm fresh produce? Um, yes. One dish that reminds you of family. Apple tartata. 
And another time that I spoke to you, you spoke very fondly of the oyster memories with your father. Oh, yes, 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 of course. Um, I, I thought about my family because my mom is just like, you know, my mom is kind of getting older. And I think that's, was, yeah, it's definitely oyster. <laughs> oyster all day, all night. Yes, yeah. Oyster, <laughs> yes. Um, one recipe that everyone should know how to cook. Soup. A soup doesn't have any border. But the soup represents something warm. Also, it's it also represents love. You can have soup when you're happy, but you can also have have soup when you are sick. If you can make the best soup and put all the love ingredient in it, then that's all you need to know how to cook. <laughs> that's what I think. So perfect. Yeah. And your best meal ever? My best meal ever is the meal that my mom and my grandmother used to cook. That's for sure at home. At home in, in with my with my mom, yes, for sure. Finally, some food for thought. What is the one piece of advice you would give to anyone in terms of food and love? Well, I think that the advice is going to be connected to what I say. I said earlier. The advice is you have to understand um, uh, food and your relationship with it and what it means uh, to you and the world. And from that, I think you're gonna. Uh, understand that love is definitely at the core of food that's the other but you have to understand you have to understand the relationship and what food is about and what food means to you and when you have this answer then I think love is gonna flow through your vein for sure oh thank you that really does give us a lot of food for thought I think thank you for having me au revoir If you enjoyed this podcast, please do hit the subscribe button, share it with your friends and also leave a review. We've got some amazing guests coming up and your support will allow other people to find it. Please do also buy my novel, Single Bald Female, which is out now and tells the story of Jess, a young magazine journalist who is diagnosed with breast cancer at the same time as going through a breakup. It's inspired by my own experience of being diagnosed with breast cancer when I was 29 years old. If you want to know more about my book and hear about upcoming episodes of this podcast, please do follow me on Instagram at Laura Price Writes and on Twitter at Laura Price Write. Those links are in the show notes. Thank you for listening to Life in Food and see you next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.